This is Susie Thorpe. Cambridge 105 Radio. The first thing I asked, of course, Melissa Santiago Val, is exactly what the Museum Mass for NHS was all about. Thanks, Susie. That's fantastic to have this opportunity. Um, essentially, we set this up. Jane Horwood, who's a friend of mine in the village, a creative friend, uh, had already started thinking about making masks and was making them with her husband. And we got together thinking that we should uh, donate money to the NHS. So we set up a a Just Giving page with the initial intention of raising £500 for the NHS by selling masks just to local people for community use, friends basically. Right, and because of this, Melissa, we we spoke a few weeks ago and you just started this and you'd already made yeah. uh, quite a bit of money for the NHS and now yes. from m- making the mask and comp- continue this initiative, you've yeah. raised a huge amount in a short space of time. Yeah, I'm really delighted. Um, so today, I mean, it's changing obviously by the minute, um, but in under four weeks, we have raised 9000 400 pounds we're just shy six pounds of that and we think we've made about 1800 masks um that's about 60 a day uh obviously jane and i were doing this ourselves jane is still uh, running her own company catfish web design in addition to doing this um so it's been very busy so i then managed to recruit some wonderful volunteers starting off in our village um and that's all done remotely we've set up a zoom chat uh, and i've got 40 volunteers who are all over the region. Some of them are um, coming to the village because of uh, shielding relatives, etc. So it's it's all working so well, and wow. we've got just such a huge range of volunteers as well. So. That in itself, I think, is a lot of work, getting the volunteers. I'm not saying that you know, that's, but it is part of it. So if we just sort of touch on Boris Johnson. So we're, we are post the Boris Johnson Sunday announcement on Sunday, yes. the 10th of May, where he set out some really first steps of coming out of this lockdown. And, yes. and obviously that's all it's all very new to everybody we're all trying to get used to that but one of the things that are obviously spotted and it's quite a good time to talk to you now melissa because of the face masks and face coverings now ministers are advising us to wear the mask so your initiative is even more important now that we are coming out of the lockdown well absolutely it's um it has got uh, exponentially busy <laughs> as they would say um which is great um but i think you know we obviously want to just remind everyone we are a team of volunteers we're not a company we're not making any money from this and all the money that we raise goes to the NHS so we're, we're pretty quick at turning everything around but uh, you know this isn't a business so we're we're getting everything out in a few days which I think is probably better than some large companies in some ways but it is a community effort uh, and they are going surprisingly far and wide so we've, we've sent them to Australia to Spain to Japan all over the UK um, so yeah it's, it's become much bigger than we'd anticipated it's well, amazing. Yeah, that's the thing. And as you say, you, you started this off. So let's have a little bit of context about you, Melissa. You've talked about your very good colleague and friend, Jane, but you are in furlough at the moment, aren't you? You've been furloughed. So this is something yeah. that has has you've taken on something that you never thought you would do. No, I haven't. I mean, I, uh, I've I've worked in the charitable sector for many years and uh, my background is marketing um, and 
I am also a volunteer for a charity called Homestart. So I'm very much uh, wanting to support the sector and obviously not being in a frontline role, uh, I was trying to think of what I could do. And when Jane was talking about this, I just thought, well, that's something creative that I think we could we could expand and do something useful with. And it would be great to um, to keep me busy. Exactly. And it certainly has. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, it, it's incredible how things have turned around for many, many people who have either been furloughed or find they're at home because of the lockdown at full stop. And you've said that you've got 40 volunteers. That's an incredible amount, Melissa. So it's got to be down to you and Jane actually spreading the word. How did that all happen? Um, amazing, really. Uh, yeah, a variety of different channels. We're so lucky, I think, that... that this awful thing is happening at the moment with the fact that we have this technology available to us so that we can do this remotely. Um, but I'm dealing with all aspects of people's ages. So I'm dealing from fashion students, people at university, through to people in my village who don't have WhatsApp, who don't use um, technology. And I want to include all of those people because as a community effort, this is also helping to give people that purpose and inclusion. Um, so just because someone can't join our WhatsApp group or isn't going to join us for our volunteer Zoom, um, you know, I'm still able to give them a ring or their daughters are coming to collect things on their way. So it's that's been really important. But yeah, it's been through social media. Everyone's been fantastic about sharing our, our Facebook page, which is um, Community Mask for NHS. And that links straight to the Just Giving page. So it's really been through that word of mouth um, and, and the amazing people of Hazlingfield, I must add. The fabric itself, now you said initially that you got out the fabric that you had, it's been donated. It's, a, it's a, obviously a very important part of this whole initiative. Yeah. How do you obtain more fabric? It's a it's a constant quest, um, and everyone's been fantastic. Again, I've had people in the village who've um, collected it for me, dropped it off. They've washed it. They've dried it. So everything needs to be washable. We are trying to provide masks that are vibrant and colourful and quite cheerful because that's what we thought would be an appropriate thing to do. Um, so we are, and we're not wanting to encroach on any materials that could be used for scrubs. Um, so we've been to the scrap store in Cambridge and uh, collected quite a lot from them, which has been fantastic. But we've also had corporate support. We've had to start getting that because of the consistent need, specifically muslin. So the muslin we use for a double lining on the back of the masks, which you can insert if you wish, an extra filter. So we, we do need good quality muslin for that. That's going to be on people's skin um, and washable 60 degree fabrics. So we've had two amazing companies already who've already supported us johnson matthew and royston and also metropolitan thames valley housing have both supported us by buying fabrics um, at a reduced cost from local businesses as well which is also brilliant um, to enable us to do that and we've had the latest delivery of 50 meters of muslin cut up by some fantastic patient people wow. um, and uh, that's that's going very quickly oh. hundreds of meters of elastic um, and and yes, the fabric is still being donated, but we are st also having to buy some. So we have set up a crowdfunding site if people would like to donate to that because all the money on the Just Giving site goes straight to the NHS. Now, Melissa, you also have an update from another local Cambridge company. Tell us about that as well. Um, so I was really delighted last week. We had a call from uh, a local company called BB Wraps in Cambridge who were on Dragon's Den uh, and they make... Uh, 
environmentally sustainable food packaging out of uh, cotton, which they coat with beeswax. It's great. Uh, and basically they have some lovely fabrics and they'd like some corporate masks. So we're making those for them. And in exchange, they're giving us some of their fabrics to use for the masks, which is another way of getting uh, media coverage. It's a lovely relationship with a collaboration with them. Uh, and hopefully it'll get, it'll get it out to other people. But I think it's really lovely that corporates, uh, companies uh, are getting so much more involved in community engagement. Um, certainly Johnson Matthew have been absolutely brilliant. And I think that's a role that we're going to see growing in companies where they want to engage with communities. It does seem like that, doesn't it? It does seem that more and more people from all areas, all themes, all genres are coming together. As you say, corporate, we've got a community coming together. It does seem that good comes out of this. And, and certainly we've seen companies willing to sort of sponsor to pay for masks for other voluntary groups that they support. So um, another thing that Johnson Matthew did was that they paid for 50 masks for the Royston District Community Transport Team who transport patients to hospital voluntarily. And that's, I mean, that's just great. It just means that the voluntary groups aren't having to pay, um, but it's a lovely way of, of people and companies to get involved. And actually that's a good point, actually, Ms. I've forgotten all about that. So obviously you're sending out to all over the world as well as helping communities too and it is it is interesting that people that aren't being given ppes or some sort of covering for mm. face masks from the government because they, that, that's just not in their remit it is really important that we get things out to people who are sort of under the radar a bit aren't they they're not yeah. that that are helping people but not actually being able to access masks themselves and that's very true of the voluntary sector and uh hopefully it's becoming less common in care homes but certainly when we started this only four weeks ago we had uh, we did make some for care homes only because they just had got nothing they couldn't get any PPE and we made it very clear that this wasn't PPE they just wanted something um, and we've also done some for homeless shelter uh, and a variety of different organizations which yeah. is great. Okay so you have two sites now one obviously for money that goes straight to the NHS and then you have yes. a crowdfunding for donation of fabric or or both, money for the fabric? It's really for money for the fabric and for postage because um, obviously when we set this up, we thought it would be very small and it would only be local people. But we do want to be able to send them. They're very easy to pop in the post. Um, obviously, it was costing quite a lot just to keep putting those in the post. So we do ask people to make a donation to postage, um, depending on how many masks they're having. And if they want to donate to the cost of um, the fabric, then that's great. Yeah. Um, and we, we, we're we very happy to talk to people about donating fabric, but would prefer to just have a chat first to make sure it's okay. And ideally, if they can wash it first and um, then bring it over, um, uh, then it's one less thing for us to do. And I noticed on your Facebook, well, not your Facebook, your Just Giving page, um, it's beautifully set out, actually. I've just been looking at it and you give you. lots of instructions on how to order. That's really quite important, I think, as well. But there was, I was just trying to find it, but there was a video on there on how you make it. Is that right? Yes, I've done a sewing <laughs> tutorial. <laughs> That was my first venture into the YouTube uh, channel. But uh, it, yeah, it was great fun. My daughter just, I said, let's just do a, a sewing tutorial for our volunteers. And actually, I'm talking to a couple of schools in Cambridge now about their students helping and at least giving art students and textile students um, some opportunities to get involved. So we're very early stages with that, but I'd really like to involve as many areas of our community as we can. And any surprises, Melissa, apart from, I think, the most major surprises 
and fantastic how much money you're raising for the NHS community. But also out of interest, have you sort of found the challenges less so or other challenges harder in, in the experience that you've had so far with this? Well, I have really enjoyed the, the creative side of it and the meeting people. Um, I've just met so many people in our village that I just didn't know. Um, I've been here for 11 years and I've met some absolutely amazing people who are just willing to give up their time and uh, trying to, like me, just trying to do something. And that has been, that's really surprised me. It's just been lovely, really lovely. I've met some really great people. So has Jane. And actually working with Jane has just been delightful. It's so nice to be able to do that together. Um, we do sometimes have uh, choicely worded emails at 3am about <laughs> masks, which won't be repeated, but uh, generally we're just loving it. It's great. Um, when you say 3am emails, uh, surely you'd get some time off it. I, it frightens me to hear that you're actually sending emails at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I know, it, we are trying to avoid that. <laughs> but sometimes needs must and you're awake and you're thinking of elastic. It's ridiculous. But um, yeah, that's wow. just how it goes. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we it will even out. This isn't going to go on forever. We're very aware that we're filling a, a very sharp need at the moment. And um, we'll, we'll see where it takes us. We have thought about that and um, yeah we'll have to see where that takes us well it's fantastic and one last thing what do, what do you know what the difference is or can you explain the difference between face coverings and mm -hmm. face masks i think people get confused with that don't they yeah well our face masks they're for community use they're not ppe and it's really important that people understand the government has advised people to use some sort of face covering uh whether that's a, a face mask or a face a piece of fabric over the face then that's fine they can hold it i think that probably they've said that because uh not everyone has the ability to make a mask or get hold of a mask so they're trying to be not too prescriptive in what people need to to wear yeah. um we're using something that people can wash um at at the reasonable temperatures so it's reusable uh, and obviously we, we're suggesting if people really want to be out and about using them a lot then they probably need to use two so that they can treat it like underwear really they don't leave it lying around they wash it um, and and keep it very clean so that's that's important really I am looking at your just giving page here which is justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash community mass for NHS and we're Thank already you. up to as you said 9,394 it's absolutely incredible because you started this when did you actually start this melissa uh, that was on the 13th of april 13th of april so yeah, yeah so basically I, a month i think it's absolutely fantastic and i so admire you for doing this and actually i would say it's an incredible inspiration for many many people including me on seeing how you guys do this so well done you both of you and if you want to come back after this and give us some more information about how much you have achieved we would love to have you back Oh, thank you so much, Susie. Absolutely delighted to do that, of course. And um, we very much hope that there'll be, you know, some really positive updates on this as well. Oh, that was Melissa Santiago Val there talking to me. Yeah, we had a chat yesterday and it's all for the Community COVID-19 Mask Fundraiser for the NHS. And I'm just looking on their website and they've gone up to £10,364 they have raised so far solely for the NHS charities. Absolutely incredible and we wish them all the very best. This is Susie Thorpe. Cambridge 105 Radio.